Good morning, everybody. Today we're going to learn Yeshua Perak Zayin, the end of Perak Vav. We saw Yeshua made a harem against anybody who takes any possessions in Yerichai. So the Perak is going to open up that somebody who's ever in the harem, Achain, took some items from the Yerichai. We're going to see that Klaisel then goes up to fight against Ai, and Klaisel is going to lose the battle. 36 people are going to be killed because of the Avera that was done because somebody took possessions against the harem of Yeshua. Yeshua is going to ask the Kaddish Baruch why they lose the battle. Hashem is going to respond because somebody was over on the harem. Then they're going to discover it. They're going to make a raffle, a girl, and they're going to discover that Achan was the one who stole the possessions, who kept some of the possessions. Achan is going to admit his Avera. At the end of the parak, Yeshua and the rest of Klaisel is going to stone Achan, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to promise again that he's going to be back amongst Klai Yisrael and they're going to be successful. So let's jump right in. Yeshua Perak Zayin, Pasuk Alps. Pasuk Alps starts off. The Pasuk starts off by saying that Klai Yisrael was over on the Cherem and Klai Yisrael took something. And the Pasuk says that one person, Achin, took an item, which we're going to see what he took. So the Mepharshim point out, basically we're in Sanhedrin, that, that it's at this point before Klai Yisrael went, went into Eretz Yisrael that Klai Yisrael was Makabal, the din of Arvus, the din of Klai Yisrael, everybody in Klai Yisrael is responsible for each other. So that's why the Pasuk, the Parak starts off by saying that Klai Yisrael was over. I was only one person who did something wrong. The Territ says, no, that even if one person does something wrong, we are all responsible for each other. At the end of the parak, we'll explain some of the ideas behind the idea of Arvis, but it's definitely a beautiful concept that every Jew is responsible for every Jew in the world. So Yeshua sent men, some of the Russians say it was the same Kalib, to go check out that I was going to be the next city that they're going to capture, they're going to, to go into battle. So we asked them to check it out. Yeshua, Yeshua, they came back. Yeshua, Yom Reilov, Al Yal, Kalam, Kalapayim, Ish, Akishleishim, Alaf, Ish, Yal of Yakasa, I. So the men responded, You don't need to send up the entirety of Clyde. So we just need 2,000 men to fight against I. Atiyaga, Shamas, Kalam, Kimadim, there's no reason to bring the entire Clyde so to fight against the city over there. There's not so many people there. Let's just bring two, two or three thousand warriors and we'll be able to win the battle. So Yeshua Taka sent three thousand men to fight against the people in Ai. The Pasuk says that unfortunately Klaistral lost the battle and the people in Ai chased Klaistral out. 36 people died. The Warren Sanhedrin says either 36 people literally or one person who corresponded to 36 people went after. And Klaisel was very afraid. They lost the battle. Now, the Mepharshim point out, if you take a look at the Rabag, the Rabag explains that, you know, there's a, there's a simple question over here. What is the fact that one person took something from the Cherem, so he, somebody took something from Yerichai, so why exactly did Klaisel, now the punishment is that they're going to lose the battle? What does one do with the other? If Hashem wanted to punish Klaisel, he should have punished the person. Did they have there? should have punished Achain. Should have killed him. So Rabag explains very interestingly that there is this idea that in general, Kaddish Baruch Hu was involved with Klai Yisrael in an intimate fashion. Hashkach Pratza Kaddish Baruch Hu is shamer on each person in Klai Yisrael and is naig with each person. Kafi their mitzvahs, kafi their averes. However, in a time where Klai Yisrael does an avera, where somebody in Klai Yisrael does an avera and they don't take responsibility for each other, so then Hakadosh Baruch, Baruch Hu removes his shechina, he removes his presence from Klai Yisrael. And therefore, there's a concept that we lose the Ashkach HaPratis, we lose that HaKadosh Baruch Hu treats each person, can feed them a drega that they're holding. And therefore, it's possible that these 36 people died, even though they didn't deserve, even though they didn't necessarily deserve to die, they didn't, have, they didn't, do any, they didn't necessarily do any Averis, 
but still they were punished because of this other person's Aveira. Again, a very interesting idea exactly how Ashkacha Pratis works, Ashkacha Kolos works in a situation like this for sure. Definitely what to discuss as we go through the Nidim and Ksuvim. We'll have to discuss it, we'll have to see more about it. But that's our box proud over here. The reason why these 36 people died, even though they didn't necessarily do anything wrong, was because Akadish Baruch Hu Kaviachu removed his Shechina, he removed some of the Ashkacha Pratis, and therefore it was able to, this, this event was able to occur. Pasuk Pasuk Zavav by Yikra Yeshua, some ways of Hippah upon of Arts of Narin Hashem, he ripped his clothing, he, he fell on his face in front of the art, and he was very sad, he didn't know what to do. And the, the Zikna Yisrael and Yeshua put it, ashes on their forehead. They were mourning. He says, Why did you bring us over the Yardin? We're just going to lose a battle against the people here, against the Amari. What's the shot? What's the reason that Christ was being chased by the enemies that we turned around and we lost the battle? And Yeshua tells Hashem that the other nations are going to hear that we lost the battle, and and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, your name is going to be it's going to be a Hashem. What are we going to do about your great name, Hashem? Your name is going to be desecrated because the Umat are going to see that we're able to win over Klal Yisrael. And it's interesting that it's this argument that Hakadosh Baruch Hu responds to this idea about the Chil Hashem aspect. So Hashem responds by Yemer Hashem Yeshua. Responds to Yeshua, you have to get up. Why are you falling in your face? So Hashem tells Yeshua that Klaiso was over on the Kherim, that somebody in Klaiso took items and he stole the items and he put them away. So that's what Hashem says, tells Yeshua. That's why this incident happened. And Hashem says, that's why they lost the battle, because they were over in the Kherim. So that's why the enemies were able to chase them. And Hashem tells Yeshua, I'm not going to rest in my presence in Klai Yisrael again until you remove the person who's over in the Kherim. Which again is very much Meduic, like the Rav Bag was saying, that the reason why the people were nifter is because HaKadosh Baruch removed his Shechina, he removed the aspect of Ashkach Pratis, and that's why Klaiso lost the battle. Kum Kadesh HaSa'om HaMartis Kachim, so Hashem tells Yeshua, Lamachar, Hashem tells Yeshua, tell Klaiso they should prepare tomorrow. Kikarim HaRashem, like Yitzrael, Kherim HaKibrach HaYitzrael, Yitzrucha Lakum Fnei Lecha, Ad, Hashem tells Yeshua, should tell Klaiso to prepare themselves tomorrow, because tomorrow we're going to discover, we're going to figure out who exactly was the one who's over in the Kherim, and we're going to remove them, and then HaKadosh Baruch HaShchina will come back. We're going to see that Yeshua is going to go first to each Shevet, then to each family, to each family, to each house, and finally they're going to discover who exactly was the one who was over the Aver. And the person who was over the Aver, the person who stole the item is going to, Yisari, but going to get burnt in fire. Him and all his possessions. Because he was over the verse Hashem, and he did he did a terrible disgrace amongst the Yisrael. Pasuk Tez Zayin by Yashkem Yeshua by Yakrev Yisrael Lishvata by Yilochid Shevet Yehuda. So Yeshua did this girl again. Discussion of Farshim over here. Did he use the Urim Tumah at all, or is this all done? Idea girl. This is all done. Idea raffle. So Yeshua, so Yeshua first made a raffle, and it came out Yehuda. Or the letters on the Urim showed Yehuda by Yakrev Mishpachas Yehuda by Yilochid Mishpachas Hazarchi. So then they did a raffle amongst the families in Yehuda, and they came to the family of Zarchi by Yakrev Mishpachas Hazarchi like Varmi. 
Zavdi. So then they did the raffle amongst the families of Zarchi, and they came to the men of Zavdi. Yaakov is basically Then they did a raffle to which person was Ben Karmi, Ben Zavdi, Ben Zarach Lamati, who then finally discovered the Achin was the one. They did the raffle, and Achin came up as the person who stole the items. And again, fascinating discussion in the first over here. When exactly we're allowed to use a raffle in Hilchus? For, for, for halachic matters, do we say that a raffle is considered a halachic beer and hal- we can use a raffle to decide matters, especially over here, which is Bikulak Nefesh? Or in general, we say no, you can't use a raffle. A raffle, we don't have any Zerisakosavs that we can use a raffle. We don't have any Rayas that a raffle works, though maybe over here, Akadish Baruch, we specifically told you, sure, we can use it. So maybe that's why over here he was able to use it. Or maybe they're, they're, in general, you can use a raffle. So it's interesting, there actually is a stira. In the Sefer Hasidim, the Sefer Hasidim was written by one of the Rishonim, Yehuda Chassid, a fascinating Sefer. Take a look in the Sefer Hasidim and Simon Tafresh Ayin Tess and Tafshin Aleph. There seems to be a stira. In one place, he writes that people are on a boat together and the boat is drowning and they want to throw one person off. They can make a raffle. Tafshin Ayin Aleph, it sounds like you can't. Many refresh are trying to figure out how to deal with the stira, how to answer the stira. However, when we get to Yain Abed Hashem, we'll have to see how they were able to use the raffle there. Definitely a fascinating discussion. As we go through Nevi'im and Ksuvim, we'll see that many times they did use a raffle. And we'll have to see when they're allowed to, when you're not allowed to. But over here, the idea is that they use the raffle and then came on to Achen. Pasuk Yitas, Vayem Rishuel, Achen Yubini, Simeno, Kavil Hashem, Elke Yisrael. Metain loy toida, Vahagin Ali, Maasisa, Al Tikachet Mim, and Yeshua tells Achen, please give over to the honor of Hashem. You should respect the Kaddish Baruch Hu and admit that you did wrong. And Mepharshim explained, what does it mean, give over Kavit Hashem, give honor to Hashem? So they explain that the Mishpat Yitzel over here explains that the reason why many of us have a challenge to admit when we do something wrong is because we believe we're Bali Gaiva, we, we care about our Kavit, we care about our honor, and we think that if we admit our mistake, people are, going to res- people are not going to respect us, people are not going to give us the, the respect that we deserve. So therefore Yeshua is telling him that you have to recognize that the true Kavit, the true honor, is when a person is true to Kaddish Baruch Hu. The real Kavit is to the recognition that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch when really we aren't deserving of covet. So therefore, he was telling him, that will help you recognize that you really should admit what you did wrong because the real covet is for HaKadosh Baruch and you shouldn't worry about your own covet. You should care about the covet of Hashem and admit to your mistake. Yes, he admitted his mistake. He said, this is exactly what, he, what I did. This is what I stole. And the Radak over explains why do you sure really want Achen to admit? What was wrong with just relying on the raffle? So two things Radak speaks out. Number one, he wanted to admit because he wanted his Misa to be a Kapara, which the Goran Sinajan learns out, that a person who does, does, says Vido before he's Nifter, he says Vido, he admits his Averis, the Misa is a Kapara. Number two, you sure wanted to show Klai so that the, girl was, that the girl was accurate, that the lottery was an accurate girl, because we're going to see later on that Klai was going to rely on the girl for other things, for the Chalukah in Arctic Israel. So Therefore, he wanted Achin to admit that the raffle was accurate. So Achin admits, Pasuk Chafaf, and Achin says like this, Achin says that he saw a very nice garment, a Babylonian garment, one very nice, and he said he found 200 bars of silver and one bar of gold, one bar of gold, and it was weighed 50 shkalim, and he says that I had chemda, I desired them, and I took them. And he said that they're hidden away in my tent. So Yeshua sent them, and they ran to the tent to find them. And they found 
that it was all hidden in the tent. Rashi explains the reason why they ran was because they didn't want Sheva Yehuda to take it before they could come. And then that would mess up the lottery because the Sheva Yehuda didn't want that Achim would be found guilty. So therefore, you should send the messengers to run. And the Radak explains differently. The Radak says that he, they ran because they were so excited that they were finally going to be able to get rid of the person who made HaKadosh Baruch leave Klai So they were very excited. That's why they ran because they were happy to meet justice out so that HaKadosh Baruch would come back. HaKadosh Baruch would rest the Shekhinah in Klai Yisrael again. They brought the items from the tent, they brought them in front of Yeshua, and they spread them out in front of Hashem. And the entirety of Klai Yisrael came up to oh, this place called Acher. Now the most Mepharshim learned that the children came along not because they were getting killed, they didn't do anything wrong, rather he just wanted everybody to watch these spectacles, he wanted everybody to see that Acher was going to be killed. Some Mepharshim learned that Acher's children was, were killed as well because they were part of the Abair. The most Mepharshim learned that they were just there to watch. We have to, why did you make trouble, that you made so much trouble in front of HaKadosh Baruch on this day, that you caused HaKadosh Baruch Hashkina left Yisrael threw stones at him, and they burnt him, and they threw stones at him after he was nifter. Again, the Farshim discussed exactly the lot that it says that they stoned him, and then they burnt him. Maybe the burning is going on the possessions, and the stoning is going on himself. But the point is that they killed him, they stoned him to death. They placed a large monument of stones until his death, returned from his anger. That's why that place is called Imek Achar because it was a place that somebody caused trouble to Klai Yisrael, that Achim caused trouble, and then Hakadosh Baruch returned to his One quick ara on this parak we saw in the beginning that the pasuk started off by saying that one person in Klai Yisrael did he have Klai Yisrael did Naveir, and then it says that only one person Naveir. So we asked why is the entirety of Klai Yisrael accused of doing Naveir if just one person was one who did Naveir? So we explained that this is the time where Klai Yisrael is in the Kabbal Arvis. Klai Yisrael is responsible for each other. So there's a beautiful piece. From Rav Aaron Kalar's Atzal, and Rav Dastar says like this as well in Mechtubayo, in Chelek Alf, where they explain this very nicely. Rav Dastar explains with the idea that why did Achin do the Aver? Why was Achin, why, why did he do the Aver of stealing the item? So we saw in, later on in the parak that the Pasuk says that Achin says that he was Chaymed, he desired the other person's possessions, which is Yisra of Leisachmed, the Yisra of desiring somebody's possession, and since he desired what somebody else had, so he stole it. And that's why he stole the items. So Rav Dessler explains that even though the rest of the Klayashal didn't do an Avera, but the reason why a person does an Avera is because he looks around him and he sees that even if other people aren't doing Averas, but let's say they're setting a certain standard, they're setting a certain standard of living, that, you have, that everybody needs stuff, and everybody needs possessions, and everybody needs something fancy. So that's why, even though they weren't necessarily doing any Averas, but Achim saw that this was the society that he was living in. He was living in a society of people who desire other people's possessions, who were tr- chasing after money, and that's why Achin did the Aver. So therefore, says Rav Dasser, says Rav Aaron Cutler, Zatzal, we have to be very careful, Klai Yisrael, we all have to recognize that we're responsible for each other, and even though we're not necessarily doing anything wrong, but if we're, try- if we're creating a standard of living, for example, that other people are going to now chase after, and they're going to have to do Averis to live up to, we have to be very careful to recognize that we have a, responsible for- we have a responsibility for everybody, and not just to live for ourselves, but to live for the entire Klai Yisrael. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.